0: So, going back to Genesis 3 and our conversation about this desire... Who are you again? (laughs) Our desire (laughs) to to be... Dimensions of killer. You boys need to behave here. (laughs) Sorry, Dad. (laughs) Welcome to Talking Truth, the podcast that brings together conservative Pastor Brian Clark and famous comedian Dan Whitney, aka Larry the Cable Guy.
1: Excuse me, where's the restroom?
0: They'll be talking truth about the Bible and life. Now, let's join Brian for today's look at God's Word, followed by conversation and a little fun with Brian, Dan, and today's guest, Pastor Nat Crawford. Now, here's Brian. The truth is, we've all blown it, we've all messed up. And in those moments, we all have an idea of how we think God will respond to us. I'm not sure how you think God is going to respond to the mess you've made, but you may be surprised to learn how God responds to Cain in our story today. Again, it's helpful to remember this is how God reveals himself to us. This is not someone just making up something about God to feel better when they've messed up. This is God's self-revelation. This is how God reveals himself to us. We've learned what God has always wanted for people made in his image. What God wants for us is more, not less. We've also learned that as people made in the image of God, we have the freedom to choose. We can choose to obey God or disobey him. We can surrender to God and follow his path, or we can seek to be our own God. We can live our way on our terms. This is the big struggle we all face. Am I going to trust God or be my own God? This then gets us to the end of Genesis 3 with two distinct paths. These two paths are illustrated in Genesis 4 through the story of Cain and Abel. Cain was a farmer and Abel was a shepherd. Both were called by God to present an offering. Abel's offering was accepted, but Cain's offering was rejected. The real issue here was an issue of the heart. The text tells us that God regarded Abel, so he regarded his offering. But God had no regard for Cain, so he did not regard his offering. Abel, because of the desire of his heart to worship God, brought the best that he had from his flock. Cain brought some grain. Abel came to worship, Cain came out of a sense of duty. In other words, Abel came surrendered to God, but Cain was determined to be his own God. Some people wanna focus on Cain's offering. In other words, just bring the right offering and God will be happy. This is the heartbeat of religion. Here are many rules and rituals, just follow the script and get God off your back. For many, religion is just a heartless, mindless duty. But that isn't what God wants. What God wanted was Cain's heart, but his second-rate offering reflected his desire to be his own God. What's amazing in this story is how God responds to Cain. He doesn't whack him or send him away. Rather, the story gets very personal as God pleads with Cain to rethink his position. God essentially says, Cain, it doesn't have to be this way. Cain is angry because God rejected his half-baked offering. But God basically tells Cain that instead of getting angry, He needs to turn his heart toward God, to worship him, and let God bless him. I love that picture of God. God's not some egomaniac demanding allegiance. He knows that Cain is made for relationship with him, and the life his soul longs for can only be found in surrender to God and his path. God wants Cain to experience more, not less. But if Cain believes the lie and insists on being his own God, the road ahead will be painful and disappointing, and God knows it. Think about it this way. Patty and I have been married for 40 years. On Valentine's Day, what does she want? Does she want me to swing by the U-stop on the way home and pick up a socket wrench for her, or does she want my heart? Is she wanting me to check the boxes, to do my duty? Or does she want to be the love of my life? Remember, marriage is meant to be the picture of this beautiful love story that God wants to have with us. God's not after stale, lifeless, religious activity. He wants our hearts. It's a love story. Sadly, Cain digs in and refuses to listen to God. He kills his brother Abel out of jealousy, and God sends Cain on his way. God lets Cain experience life as his own God, and it's devastating. The text simply says, Cain went out from the presence of the Lord. Cain doomed himself to a life of misery. This isn't what God wants. God pled with Cain to change his mind, to rethink his determination to be his own God. But Cain wouldn't listen, and God let him have his way. There are two paths with two very different endings. There is no middle path. It's one or the other, and we all have to choose. So what's it going to be for you? Let's bring in Dan and Nat. Let's talk about this story. So guys, in the last episode, we talked quite a bit about people's misperception of God, especially in the Old Testament, which again is why I love this story of Cain and Abel because I love the picture of how God responds to Cain's sin. To me, it's, it's, it feels like times when I as a dad would sit down with one of my girls and I'm almost pleading with them to listen to me Hmm. and to think about the decisions they're making in order to travel a better path. And that's this imagery you get of God. He loves Cain. He just wants what's best for Cain, but Cain won't listen. Uh, This is one of those passages
2: that brings up a lot of discussion. It brings up a lot of confusion, I think, because people don't take the time to really read it and to see what actually happens. Uh, you know, when he he says, you know, he brought some of the grain. You talk about that, and it's like, I don't know how many times I've read this passage. I've never taught on it, but I've read it. And I have missed that so many times. And you're like, okay, okay, wait a second. It's not the fact he was giving, you know, the the fruit and vegetables. No, no, no. no. That's, not, that's not the real issue. It's the heart. It's the motivation. How often do I operate out of ritual and not out of relationship? I do it out of obligation, but not out of sincerity. Right. I do it with my wife, sometimes with my kids, sometimes at the job, and then it's like, holy smokes. I do that a lot with God. It's so easy to fall back into the game of religion instead of just resting in God's grace. And you see that grace, that second chance. Are you sure? It's a beautiful picture, but you have to slow down
1: and be willing to see it. You always see people, though will donate. You'll, you'll see a guy, you know, before he died, he donated, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And it's like I always think about that passage where Jesus, you're getting judged and God says, depart from me. I never knew you. And, but wait a minute. I did all these great things. I gave this money to these kids and the charities. But you're right. It's all about the motivation behind what you do. God sees your heart mm. and he sees what your motivation is. And I think when the thing that uh, I liked about this, Brian, is I've never liked religion. I've loved Jesus, I love his teachings, and I'm a follower of Christ. But I think people get too hung up on religion not about religion. I always tell some people, I go, well, you know, it was the religious people that killed Christ. <laughs> he was taking away a lot of their popularity, and they didn't like it. And so I think way too many people get hung up on the rituals of religion. And instead of just loving Jesus and and enjoying the words of Jesus and living with Jesus, they do this and this and this and this because that's what the church tells them they have to do. Instead of, just, instead of just following Christ and following what Christ tells you to do, they're following what the religion tells them to do. Mm. And I've always think that has always been such a, a real stickler with a lot of people because if you're following religion religion's going to mess you up hmm. it's not it's not you know it doesn't help you it doesn't help you at all religion does not help you at all the only thing that helps you is giving your heart and soul to Jesus Christ and let that relationship work with him now obviously we need to go to church and be around people that believe like we do and we can help each other out and strengthen each other but man All these rules and regulations that are made up by man and not biblical, it's like my wife always said, my wife writes great Christian books. My wife always said the one thing that kept her away from Christianity was Christians (laughs) and how they were just just so, you can't do this, you can't do that, you better not say that, don't say that. You know what I mean? That's not biblical.
0: It's interesting. In the New Testament, Paul writes that Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. Hmm. Oh, he disguises. <laughs> and if you look at the context of that, there's no question he's referring to religion. Hmm. Uh, he's referring to the Judaizers and the and the Jewish religion that was leading people away from Jesus as. The messiah and hmm. i and I, I over the years i've seen so much of that is religion is actually the thing that often prevents people from coming to christ absolutely they've been wounded they've been disappointed they've been disillusioned and and it's about the ritual it's about checking boxes mm-hmm. it's about going through the motions but there's nothing meaningful in it so they get disillusioned and walk away And it is great, Dan, that you say that because we want people to understand that's not what we're inviting them into. We're inviting them into a relationship with Christ. Which are two completely different things. Yes.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting. You think about it. Christianity is a very uh, unusual worldview. There's no other worldview that is like it. Every other religion out there and worldview says, here's what you got to do. Say your prayers, take your vitamins, give this, do that, better keep doing that, you better make sure. Is it enough? I don't know. Do one more thing. That's not at all what God has asked of us. No. He sent Christ to do it for us, unlike any other thing. And in that, we can rest. We can enjoy our relationship with God, never worrying about, are we doing enough? Never worrying about, is this going to be the one thing that kicks me out of his family? No,
1: we are free it's, in God's grace. You know, I marvel over how, I marvel, listen to these words, Ooh, I marvel. Wow. <laughs> no, but I do, I, I, about how it's not that difficult. You know, it's like you accept Jesus in your heart for what he did for you you know, for who he is. He's your savior. You accept him in your heart. All he asks you to do is get to know him. Hmm. Once you ask him in your heart, stay connected. Read Bible scripture. Uh, Get up in the morning and and have a time where you talk to God. Have a time at night where you talk to God. Let God, let Jesus work in your life. Hmm. You will see a, you will start to see a change in your in your heart for the for the best, it's it's not really that difficult. <laughs> I mean, stay connected with Jesus, and start to be transformed. You don't have to go and, and uh, you know sacrifice a pigeon on a Thursday, or you don't have to you know you don't have to do stuff oh, like good. that. The hardest part, the hardest part about being a Christian is everybody's going to hate you hmm. because you are one hmm. because you Jesus said everybody's going to hate you cuz you follow me it, it is it's amazing how that works hmm. i mean i've always i've always I've always thought that was crazy everybody searches for something to you know i think we talked about that everybody searches for that one thing that can make them happy and the one thing they reject hmm. And they don't even want to look at is the mm. one thing that will make them happy, and yeah. that is Jesus Christ. But uh, that's, that's what it's about. It's not about religion. It's about that relationship with Jesus. You know, accept him in your heart, study him, stay close to him, and watch a transformation happen in your life. It, it's unbelievable, and it works.
2: Well, and it all goes back to what we started with. It's all about the motivation. Does God want us to obey? Yes, he does. Like any father who knows the best, he wants us to follow him, but he wants us to do it out of our love for him, not to try to earn his good favor or to earn that salvation.
0: Right. So going back to Genesis 3 and our conversation about this desire. Who are you again? <laughs> our desire to Dimension's be a killer. You boys need to behave okay. here. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <laughs> Back to Genesis three, <laughs> and our desire to be our own God. So what happens is, then I'm determined to make myself righteous. And religion flows out of that. That's what legalism flows out of. It's just adding God to a value system where my performance is what gives me significance, and I'll make myself righteous. I'll make myself acceptable to God. I'll make myself deserving of forgiveness. So while people think that's pleasing to God, at the end of the day, it's my pride saying, I can do this myself. Hmm. And the The real gospel is about brokenness and humility. I can't, and therefore I need a Savior.
1: Absolutely. Now, I don't know. I've always had this on my phone because I thought it was such a great—you might have said this. Now, I don't know.
0: If it's good, I'll claim it. But But he stole it
1: from me. (laughs) (laughs) But I've always had this. Um, uh, Little Johnny, little—no, that's not (laughs) just kidding. Religious teaches through fear and intimidation. Uh, There's no fear in love. God doesn't motivate us through fear. Perfect love casts out fear. Fear is what religion is made out of. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Scaring you into worshiping instead of letting God's love transform us. us. Right. If
0: I don't do what I'm told, I'm going to get whacked. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people think that's what it is. You know what? Maybe I wrote that and I didn't even
1: know. (laughs) Maybe that's my deal. (laughs) That's pretty good. (laughs)
0: Thanks for listening to Talkin' Truth. Ryan and Dan will be back soon with more episodes, so be sure to subscribe. Today's Talkin' Truth is powered by GoTandem, the free spiritual fitness app. Download GoTandem today and get spiritually fit. Get it done.